Weekly, 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 weekly ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Welcome to the weekly ball moment. Chris Ebb reporting live at the house of Sarah and Zach. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> that was fantastic. That was very professional. Yeah. Way more than we are. We, are, we, are we rolling now? We're rolling. Oh, Let's shit. go right into it. That was <laughs> good. I wouldn't have done as well if I knew we were rolling, probably. <laughs> so here we are with our new host. Uh, Chris, uh, I'm Zach. I'm Sarah. Chris Ebb reporting from the field of drums. <laughs> um, so, rookie coach. First year as a coach. You've been in the league how long? How long have you been in the league? Uh, this is my uh, my fifth year. Okay. Uh, first year as coach. I, I took a couple breaks, tried to be more athletic, play soccer. Okay, all right. But it uh, didn't work out. And actually, you know what? There's no uh, no better way to spend a Sunday. So. That's right. DSL is a good place to come back to after the other sports have uh, fallen away. Yeah. And yeah. After well, your Frisbee hops have abandoned you. And <laughs> yeah, my, my soccer team, they used to play me for about seven minutes. So I'm like, ah, <laughs> rather play some softball. What about hockey though? Did you do the hockey? You still, still, doing the still hockey? playing hockey. Yeah. But it's on Sunday and, and being a coach and stuff and getting into the beers a little bit. Right. Sunday, I, I don't often make harder to uh, hockey on Sunday. Get to the hockey. So how are you enjoying <clears throat> being a coach for your first season? You've been in the league five years. You're, you're a DSLer. People think DSL, they think they, they picture your face. You're going on the, you're going on the t-shirt <laughs> or whatever of. 40 people or something like Dustin Dustin like, Waters like sure. Dustin exactly um, yeah it's uh, it's had its ups and downs um, I mean you feel you feel the losses a little bit harder oh interesting uh, and I think you're a little more proud of of the wins okay I mean I've I've loved winning on other teams but as a coach you're like uh, you're like fuck yeah I did that <laughs> <laughs> I, I picked the players that, that won that game I moved these chess pieces uh, in, the, in the right direction so, so is it like every time you win they did exactly what you planned and every time you lose they fucked up yeah <laughs> yeah. weeks, weeks three and four uh, they, they, they didn't listen uh, to me um, well it's the curse of the team party because we had our team party uh, before our game with, with Corey Hint, hint. Right. But we lost. And, and Bill had his team party against us this last Sunday. Yeah. I was going to say that they had, yeah, Pitch Slippers had theirs. Yeah. Which, this. let's get right into my five points here. First one is feel the drunks and just the beatdown that you put on uh, Sons of Pitches. So you're going to say team party, team party hangover. I'm going to say that uh, we didn't underestimate those guys. Mm. Uh, because any game with Nudio is a game that you've got to pay attention to. Absolutely. And you know what? Those guys didn't bring their bets to us, really. Our yeah. defense played well, but they didn't give us uh, good offense to play against. Mm -hmm. And um, even still, Nudio had a wicked game on defense. Yeah, yeah. Nudio's, <coughs> Nudio's just... He's so good. He's so good. And just, like, so heads up, so in the game. Um but anyway, so if you didn't know, the Sons of Pitches scored zero runs. It was the fourth ever shutout in the history of the DSL, right? Which is just unbelievable. I, I heard that. I didn't I didn't know that was only the fourth time in history. I would assume that it happened like every fourth Sunday or something. <laughs> uh, but like, the thing about it is, if you're going to give up zero runs, or you're going to score zero runs, that means there's very few errors. None that cost you runs. Everybody is playing heads up um and this is what i noticed from your team and this is one of the reasons i think your team is so good going into the last couple weeks and into the playoffs 
everyone is contributing on defense. Your second baseman in particular have really tightened up from the first part of the season. There was the first part of the season, you're looking at your second baseman. That guy was kicking the ball. He was using his feet. Like there was all kinds of craziness going on. And then last week, lockdown. There, uh, there's a little confusion in my second baseman because I've got I've got two guys that look yes. kind of similar. Yes, I you got, do. Uh, I got Michael Wilkinson and I got Bryce uh, Studert, and they uh, they both like they're the same height, uh, and they got my fod hat. And they the they got the, they look the same. They do look the same. Uh, but they're they're basically they've they both got a good bat, but mm-hmm. it's it's like it's like the same. They mm-hmm. could pop uh, a double or a home run or. Or a solid single, uh-huh. uh, and their glove and their throw is pretty much the same. Like they're right. very, they're very uh, invaluable piece to the team. There's right, two different players right. that uh, have been playing there. And I just feel like that's the biggest thing as we, as we go into the final part of the season. I remember two years ago that Blue Jays team that won the championship. They were the team that really had put together those rookies and sort of the the uh, later players. And they had, I don't know, coached them up and just given them enough experience and enough chances that when it came to the playoffs, they were making plays. They weren't throwing the ball away. They weren't kicking the ball. They were making plays and getting outs. And it looks like Field of Junks, at least last Sunday, has all the pieces now. Hope so. Uh, but uh, I heard you just mention um, the Brew Jays there. There's mm-hmm. another team with uh, Adam Aldridge and Mike Connery. Right, right. Uh, who went from well, there to the Qs. Right, right. To now the All Balls, one of the... Uh, uh, one of the teams that uh, you can't underestimate. No, no way. You cannot, right? Um, they had a huge weekend. Bounced back from their terrible loss to Hanumana, right? They got you just, they have to be asking themselves, like, how did we lose to Hanumana? I think they kind of, as a member of Hanumana, I know how we defeated them because we're, <laughs> we're a good team. But, like, if you're on all walls, you got to be wondering, like, man, we really had a shot to move up in the rankings, maybe get that second seed locked up early. Um, but they won 18-8, to eight, big bounce back over the battered bastards. Uh, so, yeah, all balls look good, too. I wonder I wonder when the battered bastards are going to put together a complete game. Uh, <laughs> because they got, they got some, some guys on that roster, and uh, they're, not, they're not as good as I thought they would be. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat us, actually, shorthanded. That was a, yeah. still a stinging loss yeah. for the field of drunks. Yeah, that was the one without Brand- when they didn't have Brandon. Didn't have Brandon. They were short yeah. a player, and they just uh, they like willed that one. Yeah, yeah. They that they was... played a they played an awesome game. Yeah. Maybe Brandon Brown needs to stay home more often. <laughs> uh, Try it out. But there's there's a team come playoff team if if that team gets going if Queasley and Brandon and Darren and uh, they got uh, Steckle Steckle there and if if they get going uh, mm-hmm. on the same day like it's gonna be gonna be a tough team yeah they could they could make a nice run there um so yeah i just think that the other thing with the field of drunks i felt last week you guys were the best team on the field all day i got to watch all five games which was awesome um and i thought field of drunks really was just the best team you know all the i mean they they you had a shutout so <laughs> you're looking pretty pretty fucking good uh if you shut another team out uh so sarah you watched a little bit of field of drunks what do you think what do you think about these field of drunks? Kyle DeVore, Chris, Dougie, uh, Kudra. You got Kudra for one more week. 
Yep, Kudra's going into his last week ever of uh, of the DSL playing career. Nine yep. years, I think, in the books. Yeah, he's been here a long um, time, right? Be around, Sarah. Think about it. Uh, say some good things with the field of drums. <laughs> I think I really enjoyed um, Sons of Pitches scoring zero. Oh, you enjoyed that? I did. It's historic. Um, you watch something historic. I did. Happen you know, Woody. I was talking to Woody, and he was telling me that they had their um, team party the day before, and he it was funny the way he said it. Like, like I said, oh, so you think that got you? And he was like, no, that wasn't it. <laughs> and I, um, but yeah, I didn't get a chance to see Bill at work. Oh, and like yeah, ask him about and it. give him a, a hard well, time. Before that team party, though, Mark Nudio was was with me for forty eight hours. On a binge camping trip where we drank forty eight hours, he I took a rest. I, I went to bed like two o'clock Saturday afternoon. Nudio went to his team party, <laughs> uh, and the next day he played as good a uh, defensive game as I've seen him play. So that's not uh, not affecting Nudio. His bet was shit though, Nudio. <laughs> sorry, bro, your bet was shit that day. <laughs> no more two day camping trips leading into team parties. Camping trips are another problem, I think. For camping some, trips for some DSLers. Yeah. You know, yeah. Bringing, oh yeah. There oh was God, the camping trip. Coming hundred percent. There was on... the camping trip last week out at Huawan or mm. two weeks ago or whatever, and that led to some. Man, that that sounded like a horrible idea to me. Like <laughs> to go camping. Like if you're camping in a nice, pristine place where you can get up in the morning, jump into a river, get refreshed by your game, but you're you're waking up in the hot, sticky tent in a grass field yeah with like no access to water only that the worst bathroom in dsl history oh my god to refresh yourself oh with. my god that uh, bathroom amazing that's amazing that's the worst idea ever wasn't it like hey have you gone camping i'm like no no got plans tonight <laughs> so many plans <laughs> so many very specific plans but i like it we're gonna be back at Juan uh in a couple weeks so i'm sure that people will be back camping there again. But it's, it's beautiful out there yeah and I, I like the uh, that second field we had to move to. I kind of liked it. I was I was pretty pissy about having to move there because me and Murray were game six, right? You know that last game. But there's something about it. Something about just like being down there in this like the, know, mystery world or something. It's not convenient. It's not no, convenient. But. No, it's the most inconvenient place you could do anything. Um, but what, yeah. what do you think, Sarah? Did you like it out there? I, Will you be camping? Will you be camping? Because you were kind of on board with the camping. No, well, yeah, but we don't. I I don't drink alcohol nor play softball, so like. Nor do we have a tent. Well, (laughs) well, that's no. I'm making a different point. Okay. The point that I'm making is all of the things that make it not a good idea for someone playing softball on Sunday don't apply to me. Mm. So okay, you know, I'm in a very different. All right. Yeah, all I have to do on softball Sunday is like make sure Ziggy doesn't get tetanus from whatever is sticking out of the field. Like that's rusty pipes and nails. <laughs> so we probably shouldn't camp out there at all. Well, I, I didn't love that field. Although, you know, that little move, I realized that if if everyone picks up and moves mid Sunday, you sit next to all new people. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You you shift your reshuffles the deck. Yeah, it's it's kinda kinda, cool. it was kind of nice. I talked cool. to Lucky for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, longest conversation I've ever had with Lucky. Yeah, because I had to move. <laughs> it was awesome. All right, so Field of Drunks to me just looks like. Uh, do I want to say the best team right now? Certainly, up certainly on par with with the top team. Certainly uh, on par with the Scorgasm. You know, no, I mean that's see that's the idea. I hope we can uh, play with the best of teams. Uh, so you're far, enjoying, so good. You're enjoying Gaskell. Are you feeling good about that pick? You gotta be feeling sure, good. Sure, yeah. That. My uh, my number two pick is yeah. 
is really uh, looking like the MVP right now. He has uh, 40 total bases. Um, and last season, like the number, I think Kyle led with 54. And that was at, through the playoffs. So Gaskell has a chance, like an outside chance, to reach that before the playoffs start, before those extra games start. He, like, that means he's just having a monster season, right? He's, he's just huge. God, yes. it's just like, it's just, everyone's just having a love affair with Lee Gaskell. My I don't know what it is. God, don't, you like <laughs> don't you love I him? I mean, I Get like him, but, but, but not the way the rest of you people just do. It just you. You saw Gaskell three years ago, though. He was the guy that would be first hit the field, but it was because he was on an all-night bender and uh-huh. showing up like loaded drunk. And mm. He went from from that guy. He was always a good, solid player, but he'd have uh, on Corey's team I played with him, and he had uh, like four or five games where he like showed up late or uh, kind of not sober. <laughs> we gotta get this guy on the podcast and say like it can't just be the the lack of partying. There's yeah, got to be I mean, more to else? his. Yeah, he and he dropped down ten kilos, and now he's like now he's being talked about uh, in, in the MVP. So, so he's like the the aspirational figure that everyone just goes. Maybe that'll be me next year. We need yes. to make be like Lee. <laughs> be like Lee. T-shirts. Yeah. I want to be like Lee. You we need, can make a little song. You need a, a kiwi uh, kiwi accent on the right. podcast. That'd be good. I'd like that. <laughs> Like the shit. Um, I think my Kiwi impression is spot on. What so. was here? Are you, you going to do it? No, I have already done it once. Invite, okay. invite Lee on the podcast <laughs> using a Kiwi accent. <laughs> so he can understand. No. <laughs> yeah, he, he, might not, he might not know. Oh, no. Our accents are too thick for him. Uh, all right, let's move on to number two. I don't love this point, uh, but it was sort of an... A, a difficult weekend to watch. I swear to fucking God, if you say absences, I'm knocking this mic over. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it. like a, a prima no, donna I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. But it was... it was No, no shows. Some of the games... <laughs> no. But some of the games, most of the games were just kind of cringeworthy to watch. When you watch a team get shut out and you're watching that happen, it's just sort of like, oh, you just, kind of, you just feel so bad. They can't do anything. They couldn't do anything. Unless you're tied with them and you're secretly, you're secretly left. <laughs> right, there inside. were some people who were like, oh, sons of bitches going down. Uh, but like, I think the perfect, uh, uh, what did Adam say? The perfect microcosm of that game was when Adam Withrow was on first base and there was a grounder towards the first base side and it hit him as he was running, as he was running to second base. And like, there was nothing he could do really. It was a hard hit ground ball. It's hard to get out of the way. You take your first step and then the ball hits you. But that was kind of their luck all day. And it was a little difficult to sit there and watch that happen. And then the Q's and Squargasms game was difficult at points to watch. A couple no-shows for Robbie. <laughs> One and a half. Yeah, not, not absences. <laughs> One and a half um, no-shows. Michael Moore wasn't there. Uh, well, Chris, Chris Berry was there. Uh, well, but he was he was a three year ago gas. Yeah, <laughs> he was, hey Gazzy, that... come on the show, mate. <laughs> Oi! Yeah, oh, it was, I think I went a little Australian there. Oh, you went to, you're gonna offend all the all wow. The, uh, no, we'll never get a kiwi in this so, house. Sorry, mate. So, so the, that one was hard to watch because uh, the Squirgasms jumped out like five nothing, and it was one of those games that looked like holy shit, this could be like 25, 25 to nothing or thirty. Like the poor the cues were. Everybody's playing in a different position, right? You looked out at their defense, you're like, whoa, this is all new. Balky's playing third base. Um, he actually did a good, good job over there. Uh, the shortstop was, I don't think he's played shortstop for them, maybe one game. Um, the whole outfield is there. It's just like, oh, 
Lowell. That's who was gone. Ah, uh, Lowell. That was the other one that was gone. So he uh, he had a sick baby. Oh, okay. what can you do there? There's oh. nothing you can do. So yeah. that is the other reason that it was that it was particularly. So he was missing. Michael Moore, uh, Chris Berry was having a tough day, and then Lowell was gone. Well, linchpin of the cues. You'd like him there with well, Like, Lowell doesn't let much get past him. He doesn't. Out there in left field. And he brings that energy and that leadership to the team. Um, so that one was just just kind of tough. And then, but I felt like in the end, the Scorgasms had probably their worst game of the season. They were kind of kicking the ball around a little bit. And um, I don't know. They just kind of felt like they let up a little bit. They just had a nice cushion. They had a cushion and they 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 you felt never it. count Robbie out though. Like he's yeah. he's built a reputation as a guy who pulls it together at the the right times. Well, we were talking so. about the Qs are like they got potential here. They're three and four. They're right in the middle. Uh, I think that they if they win out, they could end up in the top five and be kind of a dangerous team in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking about. Um, not too long ago, but the the dirt bags right now, mm-hmm. they're uh, they're holding down fifth, I believe. Corey Star told me. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, they basically control their fate. Wow, uh, that was another one that was uh, that was just a weird game. That dirt bags game. We had the somebody hitting out of order, which was just kind of an accident, just a weird thing that happened. And then that they, cost. And they went up eight to one, but they had to. They had to go back down or whatever. Yeah. So that or so the hit squad had a batter hit out of order. Which ended up costing them a couple runs. Yeah, three, I think. I think the game, the game continued on, and then it was like a couple. They scored a couple runs, and they went, "No, no, no, we have to take those back. We have to take those off." Um, which is always just kind of like a punch in the stomach. Um, so that happened, and then there was. I've never seen an umpire switched mid-game. I've never seen that happen before, and that happened on a play at second base uh, with Groba going in. And uh, what? Matty Campbell got a ball at shortstop. He flipped it to the second baseman. Umpire says safe, and then the game basically turned on that one play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was I was kind of on cleanup duty there. I was yeah. trying to get ahead of the game. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I missed some of these key moments. I do think what happened though is that like second base moved. I think that second base was in the wrong spot, and Groba. Grobo was running, and I think he got to where second base was maybe supposed to be, and then that's what J.O. saw, and J.O. called him safe. Oh, you mean the, the I, I base? I mean, literally, the base had moved from where it... Because as I was watching the play right. and watching it happen, it seemed like it took Groba much longer to get to second base than than it should have. We just, were in just game the angles. We were in game three, and we adjusted the base uh, because Gazzy said, hey, check that base. Yes, yeah. You know, Malaska was pitching. Jail said, "Hey, move over." And right. he said, "Well, look at second base and right. play." So we end up doing a measurement. And we fix it then, so it probably could have very well. Because that was the last game of the day. I just feel like something weird happened with that one. Because it was it was really dry out there that day, so maybe the, it was sliding around a little bit. Sliding around, and a then bit more you know he he was adamant that he was right, and then half the stands were adamant that he was wrong. Um, but that would have been the third out of the inning. It was the sixth inning, and then Dirtbags went on to score three runs, get ahead, and then shut him down in the. Uh, um, in the top of the inning, shut down hit squad in the top of the inning and win the game. Um, so it's one of those weird things where one play seemed to have a huge, huge effect. Are you worried that this year's team party might lead to a Sunday letdown? Concerned you might get shut out because your team's so hungover they're either still drunk or in need of a liver transplant? 
Well, fear no more. Zach and Sarah are here to help. With the Potamus Party Package, your team will experience the party scene, Zach and Sarah style. The Potamus Party starts with dinner at 4.30 p.m., followed by two to four hours of high-quality television. Your alcohol-free party package ends at 8.30 p.m. when your entire team will go to sleep. Act now and we'll include the toddler wake-up call. At 6.30 a.m., a near two-year-old will introduce your player's faces to his plastic baseball bat and will force you to run batting and fielding drills until he moves on to puzzles. Zach and Sarah Party Packs. In bed by 9, you'll be fine. In bed by 8, you'll be great. seen you ump much before like no you, why, why not like you're please dear god do not ask zach to ump <laughs> yeah, he'd be please. better jail umps all the time he'd be better <laughs> there than are jail. other people to consider uh yeah i guess you <laughs> no i did get out there for one for inning the, the ziggy factor. yes yes okay i did enough. get out there for one inning i had no calls um so it was really good it was a great inning for me so, it was really so nice. i'm just i'm just new to umping this year and you know, uh, just the people like they they get on you. Well, I was gonna you say know, it's very intense. It's intense. It's like uh, you know, Christina Price is, is yelling at me. And really? Like, she's first base coach. I I called uh, <laughs> called her player out, and she's come on. <laughs> you know, this is Christina Price, like nice right. girl ever. And I'm like, all of a sudden you're an M. Not I'm so like, nice. I'm like fuck you, girl. <laughs> I know. I know she's a regular on the show. She'll be listening. <laughs> Gotta give her a shout out. <laughs> That's the greatest uh, shot I've ever heard. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Give me some chicken meatballs. Uh, just kidding. Take it back. Anybody Zach, else you want to shout out to? Zach, Zach will cut that out. Uh, yeah, no, let's, have, let's have a little uh, no, I, little coach's corner with who Chris has who would like to shout out to. Oh, Go on. Shit. No, it's umpire's corner. It's well, just, i got to give uh, Mike Kudra a shout out. Last okay. game after eight seasons. Yeah. Playing the last game, uh, week eight, going against all balls. Shout out Kudra. Hit me home run, bro. Well, um, now you're being nice. Nobody wants to hear you be nice. Yeah. Oh, you want the other kind of <laughs> I want the dark You want Corey Baker shout-outs. Exactly. Uh, who, fuck, who, fuck you, Corey Baker. <laughs> nice. That's my favorite kind. Who was hassling you as you were, play, as you were humping? That's the, that's the question. Uh, well, I mean... <laughs> Pretty much uh, everyone. I've, al- I've always taken the, the field uh, because it's, you know, it's, you basically see who touches the bag first mm. and it's, it's mm. simpler. You know, I'm easing myself in humping. Right. But uh, there's a couple close calls and doesn't matter if you make the right call or wrong call. People are going to give you shit. Yeah. You know, you got the the Chunner the Chunner writers right. over there. Well, and you got like uh most of the league not actually watching, only watching like hoping that there's something they to want, yell about. They want their next opponent to lose for the, <laughs> right. the Oh yeah, sometimes I just hear everyone get worked up and I just go, "Oh, come on." And I don't even know what <laughs> yeah. we're talking about. I just want my voice in there. It's not it's, it's not a re- real big deal, especially a close call. Yeah, but Dale's made some questionable. Well, he got removed, which yeah. I've never seen before. I mean, Murray came out like instantly. Was like, "Nah, you're done. You gotta go." And then Corey ran on the field. The jail went off, and it was just like, "Okay, keep going. Game on." So I've never seen that before. I feel that uh, he ref or he umps like three games that day, though. Like he may have. He, every time I saw him, like he was out there umping. I thought the only the like, only benefit of umping is you are like out there. You're in. You're kind of in the game. It's it's not a whole ton of fun, but you're like out there, you're on the field, you're... and you get one beer. Like, <laughs> you get some beer. Only a uh, only a two dollar beer, but you can pay a chunner wow. and upgrade it. <laughs> well, shit. Oh, by go. the way, I owe a chunner for last week when I took a tall team for umping. Uh, <laughs> That's on record. Yeah, I owe you league. Uh, 
There we go. So that was my number two point. Just like wait, what? The difficulty of some <laughs> of the game. The sort of the cringe factor of some of the games. Ah. Um, but I am excited about next week, so we'll talk about that. Um, all right. Third thing, rookie of the year. We talked about MVP last week, and we got some good rookies that are that are out there. You got anybody on your team? How many did you go rookies or? Um, I don't have got, a ton of rookies. No, I three of my girls are rookies. Okay, so um, you went with the. They're all probably like two of these girls could I be talking about. Uh, Min Wan, she's mm-hmm. been good too, but she she often plays catcher for me, so mm-hmm. she probably wouldn't be talked about for a rookie. Right. But she's getting on base. Uh, Francie Stevens, yep. uh, she's been she's been good. She went game six. Uh, I think she went three for three, scored a couple runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, solid glove. Heather's been my she's a rookie here, but she's experienced from from back in Canada. So her yeah. glove is solid. Uh, she can. She's she a lefty, can, right? She is she uh, <clears throat> hitter, you mean? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of lefties on our team. Yeah. Uh, That's nice. It's always nice to have to have those lefties to be able to <clears throat> put inside them. Um, yeah. But yeah, she's she's got to be talked. Uh, she's got to be right up there with with the leaders in rookie of the year, I'm sure. Um, but uh, yeah, my guys are all uh, got a couple of years experience. I think uh, Wilkinson in year two is uh, is the greenhorn. I think. Yeah. Well, that's a good. That's a good strategy. Um, so let me see. Rookie of the year. Let's let's see. I think uh, I think that people are, are thinking Jay Schick is the guy. Uh, people are already con- you know kind of talking to him like, hey hey rookie of the year. Um, that might be because he wears like full baseball uniform and they're just sort of like poking him. I don't know. That can hurt you. Right. That full baseball <laughs> uniform that yeah. can go either way. It can, it can go both ways. Yeah. But for Jay sure. Schick, he's uh, he's the guy that I asked right. The... Is it possible to, to win, win both awards? To win the MVP and Rookie of the Year. Is yeah. it? It is uh, possible. It's I, not going to happen. Sure, technically it could. But I don't think it's going to happen this year. I mean, we can give him Rookie of the Year and put asterisks uh, because Neil Blakeney couldn't come. <laughs> um, <laughs> because a lot of other rookies didn't make it to all the games. Uh, no, I think that I think that Jay's got a good shot. He's hitting 700. He's got 13 runs, 7 ribbies. But I do think there's another name. Michael Delapaz. Rookie, right? Yeah. Man, 14 ribbies, 17 runs, hitting 800, playing third base for Scorgasm. So he's on that top team. A huge season, but quiet. quiet I haven't checked a lot season. of the stats this year. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, those are... Those are great he's, got good, right he's got good stats for anybody, let alone a rookie. So I don't, he's not as flashy. I mean, I don't think he has the home runs and that stuff. Um, but I do think that you got to look and say, this guy's playing third base. Uh He's he's like third in the league in hits or something or fourth, um, so yeah he's having a great season. Uh, I don't know anything about this guy. Just quiet, right? Definitely not the Jay Schick approach of can I also win MVP <laughs> with this rookie of the year award. Um, so what those about, are those are the two guys. What about uh, the uh, the Pohan guy? Um, uh, tilt tilt. Beer. Andy Frank. Andy Frank. Andy Frank is great. Uh, I think, well, I think the other issue with the rookies is a lot of rookies have missed a lot of games, and Andy Frank has missed multiple games. Okay, and, and besides, he's already leading for Rookie of the Beer. <laughs> uh, the new award, the League Contributor Award. Yeah. Absolutely. For bringing free kegs. Because uh, I think, you know, Michael Moore would be in consideration, and Neil Blakeney. Um, Michael Moore, Chris yeah, Barry. Talk, he was on the show last week, last week or two weeks ago? Last week. Last week. Well, Mike Miller. Oh, Mike, Mike Michael Moore is Mike the Moore, guy Robbie's for the cues. Yep. Well, Miller's got to be talked about. Too. Miller's got to be talked about. Um, uh, and Miller has <laughs> made all the games. My point with the other guys is uh, 
Michael Moore has missed games. Um, Blakeney's missed games. Burdick's missed games. Oh, Sarah's getting a look. She's like, enough. <laughs> but I think like if you miss a couple games, like probably not getting the, the award. Well, it works both ways too, right? I mean, if the if the bottom of your lineup misses games and mm. changes the dynamic of the game right. as much right. um, as the... Yeah, as those kind of top players as well, right? Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sarah does not want to talk about it. Well, this will be episode seven. So, would this be like the seventh time that you've <laughs> talked about it? Probably. So. Let's go. Let's go. Female rookies of the year. Um, the name that jumps out to me is Jenna Pereira, the replacement for Anika after week one. She's come in and just like, just really added that last piece to that team. She has six ribbies. She's thirteen for twenty-two. She plays an excellent second base. Um, she's fantastic. She's she's having a great, uh, great start. Um, so yeah, she's she's got to be pop. I mean, I don't know. I I haven't seen her play much. Uh, so I'll see her. I'll see her head to head. Yeah, you guys are going against all balls next week. She's <coughs> yeah, she's very solid. She's very good. Um, she can hit and field and do all the things. Um. Who else? Alicia Burdick is having a decent season. Uh, Katie Morash has a has a nice average. So there's a couple couple of the rookies, but right now it looks like you know as the season goes on and Jenna gets more games in, um, looks like Jenna might have a good shot at that one. Speaking of Jenna, is there like is there ever a bad Jenna playing softball? It's, like, <laughs> it's just a that's softball. That's the name. Role. You were born to be a softballer. Uh, I guess so. Jeez, Breaky is just having a killer season. Oh yeah, she's she's like third in RBIs or something. I mean, she's just like. Uh, it's it's awesome, awesome season. She's she, fifth, fifth She shouldn't be talked about in in a separate category. Like, oh, she's the best female. Like, well, like she people, should be just talked about. I think that people are talking about changing that rule where um, if you have a female gone and another female is going to hit twice, they're talking about changing that rule basically because of Jenna, right? Because Jenna is is playing so well, people are just like, oh, come on, that's not fair, like. The, that's how good of a season she's the rule, the rule is debatable to begin with um, but I, I think you know because we only have three girls and, and nine guys we've we've made this rule which we thought was you know fair and there's there's no mm-hmm. fair way to do it actually yeah. when yeah. when you have a, a mixed league and you're yeah. uh, separating the, right. the, the two right what shit? I'm, I'm looking at Sarah. What, what do I say here? Uh, <laughs> Separating the two, the two genders. Or? In that particular day, when uh, Corey was down a girl, and she, she, I think she took, I don't know how many bets, but mm-hmm. maybe like eighteen bets <laughs> in one day. So you know, Corey won his two games. <laughs> that's how. Um, I mean, that's that's a. You know, Corey won his two games. Um, her bet wasn't as good that day as it had been on other days, mm-hmm. but. But we had talked about, you know, maybe if that happens in the future, uh, you have to pick someone else in that second game. That was a doubleheader. That was sure, a, sure, sure. That was something that highlighted. See, my thing with that this though is rule, like I, I don't want to say you're punishing a team, but you're sort of punishing a team because of the weather. You're saying like, oh, you had we had a rain out. Now you have to play by different rules because we had rain. That's I know, my, and but then you, know. you look at it a different way and. And my team had to move around our games. Of course. We got our game in. Right. Uh, we right. switched around our games. Uh, I think it's one of those things where, it's one of the things in the DSL where it's just like, we got you got to do something. So here's what we have. <laughs> I, you know, I think it's pretty good. Other people are 
I don't know. There's all these. There's a lot of there's rules. Not like lot, that, there's right? not a lot of time to sit down, and discuss it. Let's do this because people are busy through the week. Yeah, and then, absolutely. Uh, they don't want to change it during the season. They're not good talking about rain. Yeah, because the the Samsung cloud. This is my is fourth looming. point. Samsung Stadium. Um, oh, I want to be there so bad. I know. I really hope that works out. I want to play there so bad. Um, like, we might as well just give up if it doesn't work out this week, right? Like. Because uh, it's 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 a pricey field to play at, but uh-huh. um, well, I mean it's an actual stadium. It's a stadium. I'm sure the turf is beautiful. You know, after Youngnam last week, Youngnam was tricky. That dirt and the sand pit and everything else that was out there. There were a lot of a lot of nasty bounces. I'm sure Brandon would appreciate playing in on that field after he took that one on the shoulder. Um, oh, it would just be so beautiful, but it looks like it's gonna rain. Maybe. But I don't even think it matters. I, I think the thing that's more important is their skittishness towards. Yeah, we need us. we need Johnny Steckle to chug a beer early week this uh, this week. It's think. only Tuesday right now. It's so. only Tuesday. But I mean, last time they canceled because that little rain cloud is surrounded by little suns on on either side, so it's just gotta move. Sure, it's just gotta move a little bit. It's just gotta. But I've yeah. But, so but the last time they canceled, I remember we we still played. We that played. Day, we played. It was a beautiful it was, day. It was no problem. Yeah, right? like, it was no problem. It's just their uh, thing with the field and it not being wet and people being on it when it's wet. I don't. I don't understand. They don't have drainage. I mean, it's a professional stadium that like they had pros playing on. They yeah, never played so when it rained. I, I don't really get it either because most of our play is on the the dirt field yeah. anyway. Like, um, so, so hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be at Samsung. Stadium. And that's actually turf, isn't it? Yeah, there's turf in there. Yeah. I think there might be some dirt, but it's... it's I should know that. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. I I had a conversation about this today. I have heard that you know all about the field at Samsung Stadium. That you are gonna say, more yeah. familiar with the field at Samsung Stadium than anyone else in the league. I just... Uh, you don't remember as you're running through the outfield when there's a game on <laughs> with 20,000... I don't know. Does, does Samsung get 20,000 fans? I don't know. Probably. Uh, but yeah, when you're running through the outfield, you don't really feel the grass or turf between your feet. You're just on a you're just on a high of drunken <laughs> running. So I went to work today, and I'm I'm talking to this guy Chris Highland. A lot of you guys know Chris Highland, right? I don't think he's tiny. Shout out Chris Highland, how you doing, bro? <laughs> Chris Highland, and I'm like, we're playing at Samsung Stadium. He goes, you know, and he's he's British, right? Like, you know, Chris Hems ran on that field twice. Two times he ran on that field, and I'm like, that's crazy. He's coming over to my house to be on this podcast tonight. Uh, so you have been on the field two times. You ran on the field twice. Is oh, that yeah. my first two games? Yep. <laughs> Your so, first two games, like. But there were there was like eight year gap between games. <laughs> oh, okay. And then, I, and then I quit. Restraint. <gasps> Are they gonna let you back in? Are you banned? Or no, is it I've just... been back. Uh, my my first game, I, I went there. It was actually uh, two thousand whatever. Samsung Lions uh, uh, won the Korean series. Uh huh. And you know the Koreans are standing around like yay, and and they're doing these uh, those pontoon things. Sure. And I'm like, shit, you guys just won the series, and you you doing this these pontoon things? And I said, someone <laughs> got to show some support. And the only way I knew how to do that was was run on the field. So I, uh, you know, I got down on top of the dugout and. Um, I just jumped down and I just kind of fucked my ankle right from the beginning, you know. And so like I was. I'm on camera. My buddy's filming, you know, and uh, I just jumped down and I kind of screw up my ankle. So I, I got up a little slowly, but then I start going and I got about three steps past uh, first base 
and like four security guys, they got me. <laughs> and so I, I regretted that for eight years. But you know, <laughs> that you rolled your ankle or wow, which part four, of it? Four steps past first right. base and mm. I got caught. I'm like, That's... shit. <laughs> Not impressive. And, Not uh, but anyways, they put me outside the gate and I went to the next gate and I just uh, said in my, my bad Korean, uh, but, oh, you know, chingu, ajik, aneseo. And uh, they say, they let me back in. And so I just went right back to my same seat and enjoyed the rest of the celebration. Uh, and nursed my ankle back to hell. Korea, Korea is amazing. Like, if that happens in the States or, or in Canada, like, you're You get, like, a banned, lifetime ban, right? Like, you're fined. I think you go to court. Like, they make it just miserable for you, yeah. right? And they try to tackle you. They want, they want to, like, smash you up. They let people take cheap shots on you, right? Like, and Korea is just like, go out, come back in. But isn't that what, like, back home, like, if you see the guy in the field, you love that shit. Oh, yeah. You know, you were... And they don't show it anymore, right? They're always, like, they always cut away and they go, oh, we can't show this. We don't want to, we don't want to encourage this kind of behavior. But, you know, no, everyone, it adds something. Everyone wants their time on the field. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you should be allowed to, like, secretly pay to do this. Like, you should give the team, like, 300 bucks and then you can just run across the outfield during the 300 Sunday. bucks. Whatever, I mean, whatever it is, I think that would be. I think that would really add uh, three hundred bucks towards his uh, twenty five hundred dollar fine. <laughs> I think that would be a huge addition to. Speaking of Samsung lines, um, are you guys going to the game? On uh, we got a charity thing. When is that? End of June. Uh, end of June. There's a charity thing. We are probably not. What's going on with the charity thing? DCL uh, taking the orphan, uh, orphan kids mm-hmm. to a little game. Mm-hmm. So it should be a little fun, fun event. I think we're going to go up in the um, the grass. The picnic area. Yeah, I haven't been to the stadium yet. No, neither have we. No, no mm-hmm. we're going this Saturday. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, so, okay, cool. So there's a DSL charity event. Is that, I think all the spots are gone, right? Um, I think it's like, um, yeah, you can you can go. Mm. You can join us, I think, if, okay. if you guys want. But no responsibilities required. Mm, perfect, perfect. So. Um, <laughs> everyone who signed up early we're, uh, we get a little uh, our little ball buddy kind of thing and, nice uh, good so okay this is great this is like one of the things that the DSL is maybe this is my fifth point I didn't have a fifth point but here it is the DSL uh, family the DSL community it felt like I mean it feels like this every weekend but last weekend in particular there were, there were five games so it was one of those shorter days and just like everybody's there everybody's into the thing doing their thing um, the charity thing is happening. There's always just something happening. Team parties are happening. Tree ball. Tree, tree ball. Wheelbarrow races. Wrestling. But tree this ball like is new phenomenon. This amazing community that comes together this time of year. Tree ball is a pretty shitty game. <laughs> what is so? How do you play? Well, you, you take softball and you have to bounce it off a tree, and the next person has to catch it. And like the rules are still unclear, so if if the ball <laughs> this sounds like the, a game, if the ball drops between two guys, everyone's like, "Hey, no, it's your drink. You could have had that." And <laughs> then you have to uh, drink. But this sounds like a game that your parents make up when they want to put you outside for four hours, and they're just like, "All right." But they don't <laughs> so, have any other equipment. Yeah, for, you have for, nothing but a tree in one. For ball. reasons that are obvious, you're not and, allowed to have a bat and anymore. Actually, it's usually a rock, right? It's just like throw this rock at the tree. Tree ball never starts before game five. <laughs> and you know I love watching softball all day but day. on game five you're you know there what, for the tree ball you know what I love watching is is the people because yeah. the people that stick around until game five <laughs> they are a show they are a show 
but I think that's fantastic. <laughs> Families were out there last week, right? So many kids out there this year. Um, all kinds of all kinds of awesome stuff. That big community, that feeling of community. Hopefully next week at the stadium. It was that it was that typical hot day too. Like yeah. when you think of uh, DSL spring, yeah. you uh, you prefer not to think of that like windy, rainy. Yeah, you're there for your game, and then you're in the car. You're out of there. Yeah. No, last Sunday was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, last Sunday was uh, what we all. It looks like Sunday's going to be beautiful. It's just supposed to like rain in the morning or something. So, I guess prepare to prepare to play and fall on maybe. You know, be on the be on the alert for for that change that might happen. But it looks like the day should yeah. be beautiful, right? Kind of sucks when you're rolling up the Samsung. Say, oh, sorry, we're at a call walk club. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there in an hour and a half. <laughs> Check Facebook. Uh, but like, talk about the difference in the fields, right? Like, you're gonna play on this professional baseball stadium, or you're gonna play, you know, in this dirt field. Both are DSL. We've got Huawei on uh, the baseball field right. in week nine, right? right. That's, that's gonna be fun. That's it's uh, a nice field. That's, I'm excited that's a nice for that one. Field as, as we play. On. I'm excited for that one. That's a great field. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it. That's my five points this week. So. You got anything else to add? Anything else you're particularly enjoying this season? Uh, this season, man, is, uh, you know, it's... DSL 10. DSL 10. It's, um, I wish Malasky, shout out Malasky, <laughs> wish Malasky would uh, get on this going. We produce this this new reality TV show. Wow. Um, but uh, not to be thus far. Okay. But, um, man, week, or year 10, uh, it's been everything, it's... Cracked up to be. All right. Another season. Another season DSL. Yeah, another one. All right, let me ask you this. Your coach this year, would you do it again? Would you go for two years? I'm leaning towards yes right now. All right, okay, uh, good. There's a bit more work to <laughs> Is it. Is it because you're uh, winning? Uh, no, well, you know what? I think uh, I think I love my team as, okay. as Jay loves his team, sure. as, as Corey loves his, as mm-hmm. Bill loves his. Uh, I think... Just getting together a new group of people and spending time with, right. with people you don't don't know all that well before it's uh, it's a, it's a great experience. So leaning towards yes, uh, leaning towards yes. Fantastic, good, 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 good. Your face is your brand. Your face is your life. Your face is your you. Strico Inc. understands this. Strico Inc. wants to protect your brand, your you, from defamation, degradation, defecation, repatriation, expatriation, strangulation, dehabilitation, unsolicited rehabilitation, urination, objectification, and a whole host of other uninvited uses. Just this last weekend, Dustin Waters' face was peed on 937 times. Don't let this happen to you. Strico guarantees to stop your face from being used as a dinner plate, a punching bag, or a urinal cake. Strico Inc. Face Patents. Because the only time someone should pee on your face is when you're paying for it. Okay, let's take a look at next week. I feel a little bad I dogged on last week so much. Um, But let's just move away from that and go on to next week, which is shaping up to be like the pivotal weekend. Everything's going to be kind of... Pivotal. Potentially answered this we weekend. We should make a special word for this weekend. Pivotal. Pivotal? The Something, I don't know. Pivotal weekend? I don't know. Something better than that, like... Uh, uh, decision Sunday or... Yeah. I don't know. Getting, getting closer. Momentous. 
Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, momentous Sunday. Momentous Sunday. All right. So momentum is, Sunday. But, momentum Sunday. Um, seeding Sunday. That's something. That is disgusting. <laughs> you are that, gross. It works so. It works for the playoff seeds. <laughs> right. Right. The playoff seeds. <laughs> Whatever you do, you just gotta say it in a deep voice. It works. Seeding Sunday. Oh God. I'm momentum girl. Sunday. <laughs> Uh, back to your point. Sorry, Perfect. never mind. A couple right. beers, a couple beers deep now. All right, um, getting nervous. Let's talk about drunk it. One. Let's talk about it. The scorgasms have locked, right? So that's the big news from last week. The scorgasms have locked, um, and we'll talk about what they might do. First game, big important game. Hit squad at battered bastards. Bastards on kind of a slide here. Hit squad's on kind of a slide. So, what do you think? I mean, important game for both teams. The big thing I think is. Top five. Top five is still open. You can get into that fifth slot. Um, all these teams. So what do you think? Hit squad are two, two and four, right? Because they didn't play that complete that. Uh, they're two and four with their game. makeup game to go. So it, they're a tricky team to look because their record could be up one, or their last record could be up one. Right. Um, so I they. Tell you what I tell you what off the record, uh, Neil Blakeney missed four weeks. Uh, coach. Yeah, Coach Murray. Yeah, uh, I can't tell you, but there, there may be something added in there. Oh, really? Yes. Maybe some changes for the hit squad. Yeah, yeah. Poor Neil. He he's got a tough work schedule. That's can't the commit. thing. That's the thing that occurred to me is like, if somebody gets hurt, you can you swap them. But hit squad has has had to play without anybody for four weeks, right? Like last year when Devillers got hurt, we picked up uh, Drew Merchant right away, which was a big help. Um, and we were able to make that substitution and move on, right? This year, all balls with uh, Eric Nash and Jay Riley just move on. But with Neil, and you don't know if he's going to be there, and it's just been tough. Um, so potential for... Announcement will be made by Wednesday. Okay. Uh, we'll pass the grace period. Uh, Digger beaten. Okay. He was in the league since uh, since game one. Mm-hmm. Ten since year, game one. Since game one. In Beautiful. The league. Game year 10, he didn't play. Uh, but he's Bummer. he's a guy that in the past has been MVP caliber, right? Uh, so he's a guy that could come in and um, fit nicely. With I think he's a perfect. Neil I think he's a perfect addition. That's a perfect replacement. I mean, on par with the Nash for Riley replacement. I think it's what Murray envisioned that he was drafting with Neil, and he's going to get something similar. And his team's just going to going to so move on. If shit goes down and he doesn't play, I mean, it's it's your ass. It's your ass for releasing this. Not, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> All right, I'll have to do some. I'll have to do some research before. But um, but with anyway, the, but with, with that, that new piece, with that new piece, I say they still have three games left. They could still get over five hundred for the season if they beat battered bastards and all balls and us in their makeup game, Hanamana. Um, I don't know. There's, there's a path. They're a really strong team. Uh, without Neil, they're a strong team. Yep. Uh, add in that Neil or the the digger piece, right? And they uh, those guys are right where they want to be going into playoffs. Yep. So they might make a run at that top five. They seating. could make a run, and then battered bastards are the same. The battered bastards are kind of floating in the middle, and if they win a couple games, then they go to five and four and potentially get that fifth slot. So what do you think? Hit squad battered bastards. Who's your Who's your pick? I'm saying renewed energy. Uh, hit squad takes out B Brown. Wow. Uh, this week, first game of the week. Uh. Does that have any effect for for battered bastards? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, so we'll see. Uh, all right. So you think yeah, hit squad could get them? Maybe gets a little energy, gets a little spike, and they... I do. But I mean, any given Sunday, 
any team can beat any team. Yeah. Right. We we just talked about Brandon Brown. Yeah. Uh, getting his team to put in a complete effort and yep, like they did against us, and they can they can definitely they can, win. They games. can beat. Um. So I like that one. That one's gonna be close. That one should be a good game. And then the next one, I mean, similar thing. Sons of pitches at the Q's. Q's really need to win to kind of maintain this. It's it's. I don't mean to dog on the Q's, but it's shocking that they are a possibility for top five to me. Yeah, they've been having a rough go. But then they've won, uh, you know, they've won three games. And they're they're sitting right there, ready to make a move. You know, if they could beat Sons of Pitches, who got shut out, then they're four and four, they're five hundred, it's a possibility. And I would think that if you're a coach of another team, you gotta hope that Robbie doesn't make the bye week. Cause he's just his playoff teams are crazy good. Right? What, two two out of the last three years, they just go on a tear in the playoffs and, and last year he won the championship game. Maybe a similar thing as last year. They're, that team wasn't great. That team had some issues. And then well, and then here comes the playoffs and it's like, holy shit, who are these guys? Right? Yeah, that's what Robbie does. So uh yeah, make them yeah, I, I hope that um Suns can keep them down. I hope the Suns can can because uh, we got those guys in week nine too. So I don't want to go up against a four and four Robbie's team mm-hmm. uh, because right if we lose uh, against the All Balls, we're going into the next week with a shot at second. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. but um, but potentially against Robbie with a full squad at that yeah. point. Yeah. So I don't know. That's that's a dangerous. The Q, the Qs could be very dangerous. So I want. I know Nudio wants this game bad. So well, it's a bounce back game for two teams, right? You want both teams to kind of bounce back and have good teams. games, competitive games. Um, yeah, just kind of erase last week and move on from last week. So Sons of Bitches and Qs. I don't know. I just think this could be a great game. I think it's going to be a good one. It's going to be another fun day of softball uh, to be sure. So that's that one, and then maybe the marquee game of the day. Although I think Dirtbags Hanamana is going to be pretty special. <laughs> um, all balls at Field of Drunks. All balls at Field of Talk Drunks. Talk to us about this one. You're Chris, pro- who do you think is going to win that one? You're probably going to take your team on this one. <laughs> well, I'd rather uh, I'd rather play you a song that tells you how I feel about it. Um, <laughs> All right, we got a musical this interlude is, This here. is a song that uh, Dougie, Dougie wrote here. It's, mm. It needs to be refined a little bit, but uh, he okay. put this together. Uh, okay. Little, little country. I I had a little more Gregorian chant. Okay. All Balls, we're coming for you this week. That's amazing.
right, fade us in. Fade us in. I love that. Eat shit, Chris Queasley. Wow. What is better? You're not the only one with original songs. What is better than a walk up music than a team theme song? That is fantastic. That was amazing. So Doug made that for you guys. That's that's Dougie Carilius original based on my team party drunken rant. That is fantastic. Uh, drunken chant, I should say. Drunken chant, not a drunken rant. Yeah, it was. Well, it was a kind of a Gregorian chant. Okay, it was, all right. Uh, a field of drunk. It was more of like, uh, you know, once you get a song in your head, replace the other one. You can't really. Right, do you can't it do it. So you can't do your. your chant. Uh, but both were pretty popular. I, think. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Um, that's fantastic. All right, so you're gonna go with field of drunks here. Yeah, we're coming at them hard. Uh, they're going to come at us hard, so it's going to be a good game. It's... I love this one. I love this matchup. All Balls last week was was ridiculous. They were lights out. Oh, apparently every single person on their team scored a run last week, which is just, like, as shocking as a team getting shut out. I mean, when to get got... everybody on base and score a run, just... When you got Adam Aldrich uh, yeah. on a team, like, yeah. the guy, he doesn't get phased by anything. Uh... Yeah, Okay. Well, I mean, his 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 mouth might be right. But his play, his, his play. play is not absolutely, absolutely. Right. Yeah, uh, he doesn't get phased, and you got to stay away from him. Oh, um, yeah, that whole left side for them. Uh, Jeff is is a good third baseman, solid third. But baseman. now you got Jay Raleigh on the uh, the other side too. Yep. So uh, it's tough. Where would he go? You yeah, gotta, you got to try to smack your try to find pitcher, Justin Waters. Well, this uh, is one of the things that's happening too. Is like. As the first baseman, third baseman, second base shortstop, as that infield kind of tightens up, you're seeing a lot. I don't know. Maybe people are always trying to go up the middle, but it feels like a lot more balls going up the middle, like at the pitchers. I think our pitcher got hit this week. Uh, somebody else got hit. So I don't know. Just like the field is, the field is shrinking. Yeah. As a, as a hitter, as you go up there, for me, like it's tiny. It's <laughs> there's nowhere to hit there's it there's gloves everywhere um, but yeah, yeah it just looks like the defenses are tightening up and there are there are gloves everywhere now um, on your team and that team so that's an exciting one um, I don't know I don't really have a pick for that one I'm just excited to watch that one and then game four could, game of the week the host the benefit of the doubt <laughs> alright I'll go feel the drunks alright um, and then game of the week game four dirtbags Hanamana we said last week it could be the first pitching duel in DSL history. <laughs> yes, the pitcher's duel that I've been waiting for. Could be a good two-to-one. But I do have to say that Dirtbags, I don't love Mondor at shortstop, and not because he's not a great shortstop, but just because of what it does to their outfield defense, but he was killer last week. Yeah, he for sure. He was amazing. Could get the um, catch of the week. Uh, he had a huge, huge catch in that game against um, Hit Squad. So I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they'll stick with that. You know, it's something that they've gone towards more and more, like as the season has gone on. Um, but he's great. He's awesome at shortstop. But I just wonder what what happens to their outfield defense. Maybe Daryl will be back. Daryl was gone this week again. Yeah, what's up with that? Um... I, who knows? And they won. So Daryl leaves and they win. So he's missed two games and they've won two games. Uh, anyway, think this about game that, has Darryl. big implications here. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, well, does it have big implications? Well, especially for the dirtbags. The dirtbags. Like, you guys... Um... The dirtbags are three and four. Okay, the dirtbags also, yes, have a chance to, to make a move. So the dirtbags, they're playing who? Um, Brandon and Robbie, they're, I think. They're playing us, and then they are playing... Scorgasms. 
Okay, so what's what? interesting about that one though is what is Scorgasm's gonna look like? They've clinched the top spot. They've clinched, um, you know, the bye. They're good to go. They're number one. So what is the the Scorgasm's game gonna look like in the last week of the season? I don't know, but Corey wants nine and zero for sure. Yeah. Uh, so he's not giving up. Being at seven and zero, he's gonna go hard until until the end of week nine, and all of his all of his teams on board for that. I think. Yeah. So there's no fucking around from the Scorgasms until they get the uh, the bye. And you know what? I I hear a lot of people talking, but I heard this Sarah say last week. Uh huh. But oh my god, these teams are gonna sit for a week. Okay. Yeah. And it's like I'm kind of I'm kind of green with her. Like, so what? Okay. Like you play good for nine weeks and you you take a couple weeks off and then you you're like, gonna be shit. then you're gonna be the worst team or something <laughs> like um, you're gonna be you're gonna get beat by a team that was garbage all year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like technically we're um, all the other teams are doing the same mm-hmm. same thing during the June sixth weekend anyway. That's true. It's like uh, it's like oh you you guys take a week off but yep. oh my god Corey's taking two weeks off right oh no. But everybody right? else is. Right, you guys will be. Well, yeah, I think that the chances of getting hurt and if you're playing that first week of the playoffs are someone in your team getting hurt is just as as negative okay, as yeah. taking a week off. Yeah, or yeah. alternatively. I always thought in the past the best seed maybe was the fifth seed. Um, perhaps, or the, no, the sixth seed. Because that sixth seed had a double elimination opportunity. They got to play two games. And if they won one of the games, they got to go on. Yeah. So you got to come in, and you got to you could kind of have a game that wasn't great, and you weren't sharp, and then you could win the next one, and you get to go to that second weekend, right? Um, but we don't have that anymore, which is so you you really don't want to you don't want to play that first uh, day if you. We talked you about this to. at the beginning of this year, and talked about teams going forward. We changed it from four to mm-hmm. uh, to five, and and this is pretty cool. If you can finish in the top half, yep. You know that's that's rewards. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough this year too. I mean that that mix for those uh, for that final slot is gonna be tough. I mean it looks like Scorgasms is one, and then Field of Drunks and All Balls, and I mean Bad News Beers. So Scorgasms, Bad News Beers, that's an interesting one. That's game five, and that could have big uh, repercussions because Bad News Beers has a chance to to move up into the maybe the three slot, something like that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that game with with Ruben. I hope. With Ruben. Ruben's been there for two games. Another one that's just like... Oh, you're not going off into that now, are you saying? No, I'm not going to get off into it. But it's the same situation with Neil. You can't, you can't replace him. you got to wait. And you wouldn't want to replace him. You want... If he comes to a playoff Sunday and that's the only game he makes, you're, you're happy. Um, no, Sarah? Is... I don't like it when people say things like that. Okay. Why? It irritates me. Why? The regular season matters. Yeah. You can't just have this attitude of uh, all that matters is Championship Sunday. No, it's not. This is ten weeks of people's lives. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tell you what. Like, I mean, I want, uh, I want the top five. I'm, I'm really close to securing. I think yeah. I've secured it. Uh, um, I think you have. I think. I mean, I, I want to do better. Than that I want to go to championship. I want to win the championship. But if I do not, uh, it will be okay because of the regular season. Because mm. the regular season matters. There you okay. go. Thank you. Okay. And all my team, all my team showed up, and we got right. to know each other. We uh, we all tried to get better, mm-hmm. and so the regular season definitely uh, definitely matters. Okay. Uh, I've had I've had one or two people that that didn't show up. People got weddings and stuff, and they say like, right. "Oh shit, I got a wedding," but 
I'll be there. Right, right. Um, yeah, I get that. I get that thing because last year's Hanamana team, we made it to the we made it to the semifinal game and we lost to the Swingers, uh, which was a bummer. But at the same time, the regular season had been good. The you know we did win one playoff game. You just feel like okay, we didn't win the championship. There's going to be nine teams that don't win the championship. Um, did we have a good season? Did we you know play some good games and and have a good time? And the answer is almost always yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's DSL. DSL, baby. So there you go. Shout out. DSL. <laughs> Shout out to the DSL. <laughs> All right, so that last game, Scorgasm's Bad News Beers. I'm looking forward to that. And you know what? Scotty has got the potential. Uh, you know, I don't know if he's put his best forward, uh, his his best effort, his, mm. his team, I mean. Yeah. I don't know if they we've seen They've Scotty's hit that, like, max, that max yet. potential. Um, Scotty had a really good game last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah Scotty's awesome, awesome man. Like, yeah, he he picks up the ball anywhere, throws it anywhere on the money. <laughs> That's true, um, absolutely. Um, I don't know if Ruben is back, but yeah, I see your point. Like they haven't really hit that like ceiling. What is their ceiling in terms of of well, how good they can be? I tell you what, I tell you what. No disrespect to the dirt bags, but this week against the Bad News Bears is Corey's uh, best chance at getting a loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, mm-hmm. no disrespect there, Greg. Why, Greg? Why? <laughs> for the dirt bags. Oh, okay, all right yeah. for the dirt bags. Oh yeah, okay. Because yeah, Corey's got two games left. He got the dirt bags. Oh okay, the oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So out of the two games that are left, the score. Yeah, it's like what is he talking about? Out of the two games left, the score has the the chance of losing is probably greater in this bad news Spears game. Yes. I'd say so. I mean, unless they like you know, unless they win this one, or and then they kind of overlook the dirt bags or something. Um, but yeah, this is kind of where, I mean, are the Scorgasms, are they like an undefeated team? Are they that good? And it's going to be, I don't know. Uh, they have been really good. Like their defense, uh, Jason Greener, Adam Aldridge, mm-hmm. they're in the, the same, the same uh, category, same tier of yeah. shortstop. Sure. And there's only, there's only two of them. Dude, the, the shortstops, the shortstops this season have been Awesome though. Yeah. With you got Brandon playing shortstop, making spin moves. And well, doing yeah, all Brandon kinds of Brown. Crazy yes, shit. I forgot how he transferred um, over. But got... natural, ch- natural shortstops from start to finish. Yeah. Adam Aldrich, Jason Greeno. Yeah. Um, Campbell. I mean. Oh, Matt Campbell. Love Matt Campbell. I mean, actually, we're gonna throw yeah. the names out there, and you're gonna get. I mean, if Mondor's a shortstop, uh, he he's probably up there. Oh, I mean, fuck, can we cut this part out? No, I won't say. It. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy though. Um, but you got to give the top two. Okay. Yeah. To Greeno and and Aldred. With, All right. With, with Medic Campbell very close. In there. Where do you put Scotty in there? Oh Jesus! Holy <laughs> fuck! You, it goes like ten deep. It just goes the entire league deep. Um, I guess what a lot of teams do is they get their shortstop, like their best player, basically. Yeah. Put them at shortstop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, Robbie is Mike Moore. Uh, or Barry played a little shortstop, or Robbie himself has played shortstop, and and he can be lights out at shortstop. I don't know. <laughs> There's just shortstops just lying around, just everywhere, making plays. Um, a can of worms there. <laughs> all right, there we go. Scorgasms, bad news beers. Final word. What do you think? Um, Scotty pulls off a tricky deaky. An upset. Yep. An upset. Upset here. Okay. Corey doesn't get the luck that he's been having all year, and uh, Scotty deals him one. Oh, all right. Um, there you go. So that's it. That's because, next week. Because also, Scotty's 
plus minus record is is on the differential record is on the line here. I do right. That, right. He's uh he's just a plus two, so he's gonna need some help if they're tied. No, right? but I mean uh, all time, Scotty. Oh really? Scotty's I think plus seventy one, plus seventy one when his team went undefeated a couple years ago. Uh huh. I forget oh, that team. Oh, okay. I think it's plus 71 or, or something. So that's elephant in the room, Corey. Um, you know, so there's, so there's this, records. This there's is what DSL. Scotty is coming out for this week. There's DSL records at play. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm saying oh. I'm saying Scotty takes five off that uh, wow. run differential this wow, week. Wow, dun, dun, dun. Oh, so they come out and they, they sting him then. They, they wow. give him a stinger and... And Corey's perfect season is gone, and is the uh, the record of the differential. Wow! Well, no, but you don't think the weight of that will get in Scotty's head a little bit? <laughs> well, whose head does it just get like, into? Just is like a little or? little mind room. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, a little me. It's uh, uh, I know Corey. He's a competitor, so you know what? He could very well go nine and zero. But this week is the the only week that uh, that matters for the rest of his season. What did we say? Momentous momentous week? What did you call this? Momentous Sunday. Uh, Momentum Sunday. <laughs> I am excited for this Sunday. I think this Sunday is going to be uh, just gonna be awesome this, games up this and down Sunday. the, this up and the, down the this slate. Season. Yeah. And if it's at Samsung, oh. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. I think we're good. I think we nailed it. I'm beautiful episode. Amazing. Yeah. We talked a lot of ball. Here. We talked a lot. We talked a lot of ball. A lot of a lot of nonsense. Kind of ball heavy. Yeah, it was a ball, ball heavy, heavy for us. Not a lot of nonsense. Well, I I can't write limericks. So <laughs> I was worried. I We're trying to balance out our artsy side. Right. Okay. There were there were half the league was like limericks good. The other half was like please shut up. Don't do that again. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, so Chris, thank you for coming. All right. And the well, rest well, of the league uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, thank you for rating us on on iTunes. A couple ratings have popped up on iTunes. And if you rated the show and you haven't been on the show and you want to come on, get in touch with us. We'd like to have you on. There's like, are you fucking crazy? So wait, so wait, you're telling people that you <laughs> you're offering our audience a bribe? I'm offering one person. I know who it is that rated us, and I would, I would, if they came on, that'd be great. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's, fun, it's fun times. Yeah. Fun times. So let's, uh, Dougie, take, Chris, uh, <laughs> take us take out. out. Take us out. All right, uh, Dougie. And that's your weekly ball movement. Stop doing it to yourself